Hi, welcome to the Two Lads podcast from Daniel Sharman and Leggy Langdon's Two Lads. The Two Lads podcast is a place to come and listen to topics that you may not have heard men talk about so candidly and intimately before. It's no bullshit, it's straight to the point, it's raw and it's honest. And it's a conversation that we believe needs to be started. In a world of ongoing turmoil and constant change, take a break for 30 minutes and just come listen to the two lads in a deeply vulnerable conversation that is ongoing. It doesn't matter what I do. It didn't matter if I was a good person. They're going to draw a different line. They're going to move the goalposts. Well, we all have judgment, right? We have to make judgments daily just to kind of like get out of the house. On some level, we need morals. And then on another level, they're what gets us all into trouble. Judgment is inherently narcissistic. People go, yeah, well, the line's here because it hurt me. Because it's hurting me, this is wrong. We are social beings, you know, we survived because we had communities. And so you do have to kind of play the game a little bit if you want to survive. We're not investigating that judgment, we're just going, that person's a bad person for doing that. It's just bollocks, and it's the hypocrisy of it. You're human, you're going to have a reaction. I think maybe it's about commitment to coming back to like reassess things as you calm down on shit like that. Hi, I'm Christian Leggy Langdon. Hi everybody, my name is Daniel Sharman and this is the Two Lads Podcast. Hello everybody, today's episode is part one of Judgment. This week, I get very angry about the not in my backyard syndrome and stay tuned to find out exactly what that is. Leggy discusses judge orgies. We talk about how we all have to make judgments in our daily lives. And I talk about how I feel judgment is narcissistic. Leggy thinks morals come from conditioning and that people aren't born good or bad. We go into cheating as a bit of a case study. There's a lot more mic judgment from Leggy towards me. All that and more on today's episode of the Two Lads podcast. Without further ado, let's get into it. Yes, mate! Yes, mate. Yes, mate. So, yeah, we are going to talk about judgment today. Yes, we are. But should we do our check-in? Yeah, let's do our check-in first. How are you doing? I am a nine. Was oh. I nine last week? I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I yeah. think you were. Yeah, I'm a nine. I'm a nine. Actually, this is weird because I'm a nine, but then I'm also sometimes a two. <laughs> That's, uh, Can we do that? Yeah. Why, why are you a two? I just have these moments of like absolute fear, terror, anxiety, but they, they don't last. It's not like my... How long do the twos last? Like an hour. Mainly at night. Just before you go to sleep. Yeah. I'm trying to go to sleep. It's weird, man. And like all these thoughts come in. Self-destructive thoughts. Yeah. Like I'm just like, I don't know. I think I'm feeling a little, I'm overwhelmed a mm. bit right now. Yeah. You know, we've got a lot on. We're trying to train and do this and yeah i mean you've got two other jobs three i've got three, three other jobs. jobs also becoming a jazz musician <laughs> three jobs two lads <laughs> partridge and a pear tree two, two dogs two lads three jobs no labs yeah and we're doing the triathlon yeah so yeah i mean it's good because it's all like 
it's all like doing shit in your life. Yeah. And every time we get up in the morning and like go train, swim, whatever we're doing, it feels good. You know, once we get in the car and we're going. Yeah. But at night, I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Like, I'm, I'm, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. I keep like just pushing up against that, which is like, it is what it is, but... It's it, funny because we, we have it even with this, don't we? We're like, we don't want to do it, we don't want to yeah. do it. And as soon as we're here, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I, I love this, I enjoy doing this, but it is a hard it thing is, to yeah. get ready and do it and be yeah. prepared for it. Yeah, because it takes brain processing mm-hmm. and just time, commitment. Would you actually say you were a two in those moments? Actually a two? Sometimes, yeah. It gets real dark. Fuck, man. That's rough. Yeah, because it, it go it just... Man, it's... The way I can just want to blow it all up yeah. is, like, scary. You know, and it still comes. What does it feel like? Is it, like, kind of like your heart starts beating insanely fast? Yeah, I just... I go to the, like, the quick and easy path, you know? It's the candy store. It's the immediate gratification. It's the shortcut to just feeling good. Yeah. You know? By numbing, you know, or yeah, the removal of the of the pain or the fear or whatever's coming up, you know. And there's all these things in my life that are all kind of challenges right now, but they're all gateways to achievement and like progress. Long term kind of yeah. Yeah. Foundational yeah. like fucking getting your life to the next level yeah. type shit, which is scary. Yeah, and it's requires... like you're looking at up a hill yeah. that you have to climb and sticking to your own convictions as we go through it and staying committed and all of it, what comes with it, man. Just even like our relationship as we keep pushing each other and as we're going in further into this and just our lives, what we're doing, where we're going. I don't know, man. There's just like a lot going on right now, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, two lads, mm-hmm. three jobs, <laughs> triathlon, mm-hmm. love... Mm-hmm. and moving, maybe. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a big, big f- they're fucking all, they're subject. Like massive. But they are, like you say, they are, they're the examples of not sticking with the comfortable, easy route. Yeah. I think all of those, right, you know, for you and I to, to maintain this with the level of work that we want it to keep exploring, it requires us to keep being honest right you can't really like just take a day off and yeah. be like oh no i'm not gonna do it's that never today. ending never ending it's fucking relentless and it does feel scary it does feel like uh, it's certainly giving me a fuck ton of anxiety as well but well yeah but also you know like the triathlon is is like an example of us training every day trying to get incrementally better one percent better every time and not really sure how good we have to be for this yeah like we don't really have a definitive goal. We're just kind of like... It's an unknown. Yeah, it's an unknown. Which also adds to the scariness of something. And both of us are entering into like a relationship that mm-hmm. feels... To the really, same one. Yeah, the same <laughs> relationship. Together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. We're going live, yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> it's... It, there's, t- you know, there's like to both go in the early stages of a relationship where we're trying to establish what it is to not revert to certain patterns of comfort. Yeah. The protection systems that kick in that are unconscious, you know, they're specific to each of us differently, but they they are there for all of us, you know. And you notice that, I notice it with myself and then the person 
you know, and all that. And just the unconsciousness of this shit is so, it's just terrifying Yeah, how, how subtle this shit is yeah. when you're kind of in that protection system and you're not even, and I'm going, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. You're, you're not. I'm fine. And, right. and all of that. So yeah, I mean, there is a lot going on. That's my check-in. Whoa. <laughs> A nine and a two. Let me turn. I've just got to turn the volume down one little bit. Wait, on yours? Hang on. No, on mine. Just on mine, yeah. (laughs) I'm just going over to the volume box. Fucking volume box over there. So, what's your check in, mate? Check in, please. Mine check in. I'm going to check in at a seven. Okay. I'm equally feeling, feeling a bit dicey. I'm also having this thing around commitment to a new relationship. And like, I've gone into this relationship in, in a much more open, manner it's beautifully communicative and it's also much more understanding and there's a lot of like real connection and i don't feel i don't feel forced into anything but i think what's what's happening which you and i have talked about is now i'm seeing that my own avoidance of fully committing to something is coming up for example i love ricky which is total and full yeah, your dog. Yeah. Um, is not how I can do with other people. Right. And I always dislike when people say that because I always think it's like one of those things that you should be able to do with people. And I'm confronting that. Lo- loving someone. Yeah, I think, you know, I gave Ricky back because I share him and, and I gave him back and I, I'm really proud of the love that I felt and displayed and I I miss him but I feel clean in the love even having lost him yeah I feel clean in it yeah because I feel better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all I like great, I've never great had, quote that yeah. is that your quote I made that up yeah <laughs> so Daniel Sharman I feel like I have never done that with a human being to love fully and and to to feel the cleanness of pain mm-hmm. that you feel when you've lost something that you love right but you've loved fully yeah there's a cleanness in the pain. Yeah, it's beautiful. That I, I was just seeing this on Friday with this lad at a journey, and he was like, he's going through a breakup, and he was like, right where I was three years ago. Right, and he's like a big alpha lad, and he was just like, ah, it was like, yeah, it was mental, but like, wow, when you're that much in pain, it means that you felt that you were, you know, it means yeah. that you were loving. Hello, it's Daniel from Two Lads. Michael Stars is an LA-based clothing brand that makes all of their t-shirts right here in Los Angeles. And this year marks their 35th anniversary, and in celebration, they've relaunched the original designs that started it all the way back in 1986, which is the year that I was born. Each style is unisex and one size and features different artworks from local artists, which is a great thing. You can see all the original vintage photos when shopping on michaelstars.com, which is very cool. And my favorite design is the original. So for a limited time, you can save 20% on your Michael Stars vintage purchase with the code 2LADS. Visit michaelstars.com to shop. Enjoy. There's a, a sense for me of like, I mean, I cry all the time at lots of things like, and I get a real sense of like, oh, I feel really happy that I'm crying because I feel like, oh, that's a really beautiful demonstration that I'm in this world mm-hmm. and that I'm of this world and that... You feel. That I feel and I've spent a long time not feeling. Right. And I think that's becoming more and more abundantly obvious how little I've felt in life and true, true feeling, mm-hmm. you know, genuine, authentic feeling mm-hmm. and how little I've like actually felt those feelings in my life right 
and which not, can come across cold, right? Yeah, I can't. You know, I can come across if you don't as, have it. Yeah, and I think of it as sentimentality, right? Like feeling, a, feeling is sentimental. Yeah, right. it's it's kind of like kitschness and naivety and and all of those things. Or even if I listen to myself on this podcast, I'm always like, oh god, you know. But I think I'm got to get to an acceptance. Yeah, that it is okay for me to be cheesy, loving, and fully out there. Yeah. And that that's okay, and like not many people will like it, or they do like it, or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Right. It's, it matters that that you do something fully. Yeah, man. I mean, it's interesting watching you this part because it's like I actually I've experienced your heart, you know, and your softness, you know, in, in that it's caring. You know, you're very caring when you allow yourself to be in that heart space. You know, I've seen you in journeys like that, and yeah. men's team, you know. You, you can be intense, but you can also be really caring, yeah. you know, and like you've been, I've seen you trying that out in with the men, you know, you've yeah. been road testing it yeah. in the men's space, which has been beautiful to see. And you see how much more, you get more trust and more respect yeah, when you sure. show it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's actually leadership. Then yeah. as well, yeah, you yeah. kind of get seen as more of the leader when you show that vulnerable side. Yeah, and that's like very weird to me. Right? You know, it's yeah. like, eh? hang on, hang on, that's not, counterintuitive. Yeah, to what? You would, you're supposed to be like, Rrr! yeah, you know. But there's also like, I feel pride and like, you know, like we had the men's team and and I like fucking lost it because yeah. I was talking about losing something that I loved, and I feel like. Wow, I'm proud to have that emotion. I'm proud to show people that and I'm proud to feel it. Yeah. I think it's just a process of getting to know those things. Yeah. And, and well, that's getting... also like, sorry to cut you off there, but I was like, your reference to the, the love that you have been experiencing with Ricky, it's kind of almost like when we journey and we get the benchmark for what it feels like to love yeah. yourself in the journey space with the, the medicine helps you like feel that heart. Yeah. And so here's another reference point for yeah. you of like you feeling for some yeah. thing, you know. And also the dedication that it requires, yeah. right? It's not love that, well, you know, I, I love reading or I love doing art, you know, I love yeah. drawing, whatever it is. But the dedication to the process of doing something yeah. for something else right. is, yeah. has been, and for an animal or for a yeah. human, has been, Care, I'm such, you know, selfishness is a big part of like how I got through life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm a seven. I'm kind of preparing to go to South Africa mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks. Because you're doing... A movie. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, which I'm like, you know, mildly kind of like, this is just a bit of an adventure. I haven't yeah. worked in a while. So this is going to be like... Yeah, how do you feel about that? <sighs> I'm looking forward to working. Yeah. Right, having like, like a schedule, and stuff. like having a schedule, and also seeing how my process has changed. Yeah, for a lot of the time, working before has been an excuse to get fucked up, or in like intrigue, or what like, do you mean? Like whatever it was, it was it was a way of winning success okay. from some kind, yeah. you know, and also partying, and you know. Oh, would you party a lot when you worked? Oh yeah, I mean, if I yeah, I would get, I would try and you know. Socialising. Socialising. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of now into a stage where I'm like, oh, I, f I felt this. We went to a concert last night, right? Mm -hmm. Felt that when I was waiting 
and no one was there and, and yeah. I was just sitting in the bar yeah and I just felt this sense of like oh I sh- I can just be here uh-huh. and not like being back in Hollywood was so weird to me right right, right. it was such a fucking crazy thing from my head because yeah. I you was know, it, I used was to it triggering? All, yeah, I used to party, you know, I used to work in these clubs and like, you know, oh, whatever it was and like the yeah. smells and the feeling, the Hollywood. Yeah. And I just realized I'm not, I'm not made for that shit anymore, yeah. you know. Those and days are over. Those days are done. <laughs> and like waiting and sitting in that bar and like, you know, I used to try and pick up people in those bars or I'd get fucked up yeah. or drunk or whatever. And I was just sitting there, I was like, okay, no, I didn't know anybody and I was waiting for you guys yeah. and I was just like, I'm going to sit here and just watch and just be present in this moment, even despite how like triggering it was. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to going to South Africa to try and like maintain a sense of self. Right. While I'm there. And Are you going like, to monk- work- monk it? I think so. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to try and work. Yeah. You know, I'm going to try and, f- you've you know kind of inspired me a bit on this, which is when you work, it's like everything goes out the window. It's like, you've just done like this. I'm going to do this work. Yeah. And I'm kind is of... That, is that a passive a comment? Is that a passive aggressive comment? <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think yeah, everything... Everything's gone out of the window, the window, Leggy. No, it's like you dedicate your life to it and it's yeah. beautiful, man. And it's like, that's what I'm saying when Bic ties in with the amount of love that you show. It's like yeah. I, I'm dedicated to kind of saying, how could I do something well? Mm-hmm. And this time sleep and take care of myself yeah. and like all of those things, which sound like old men things, but I, I'm into that. So, so important. Yeah, it really is. It just takes it takes a different mindset, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of this thing anyway. So I'm I'm excited about that, but kind of you know, nervous about it a little bit. But I'm a seven. Is and, it, can I ask you another question about yeah. this? You know, because if you haven't worked for a while, yeah, the acting thing is going to be mental. Like, how do you like? Is it? Do you have to like do a little bit of practicing beforehand? Like, if I was playing, haven't played guitar in a while, I got to like do yeah. a few riffs and just to get going again. Yeah, how do you like do that? Well, you know, in some way I've been taping for things so that there is a little bit of that, but working, you know, when you're under such hard scrutiny, usually the first day or two, especially in a long time, is like, it's like, what am I doing here? What, how am I going to do this? This is never going to... Does it feel authentic or real when you're doing it? No, you feel, you feel like, oh, this is, you feel rusty. Yeah. It's not even that, like, you kind of you muddle through it, right? I guess like with good guitarists or whatever, they can play no matter how nervous they are. But you know the difference when you're in flow, right? And that flow state is something that happens only a few days after. Right. So you kind of try, that's why they sometimes they do rehearsals, you know, they try and put you in a space where you're like, okay, I can begin to relax here a little bit into the thing. But, you know, it is different. It's a different thing. Suddenly there are 40, 50 people on set watching yeah, the monitors. And go. And go. And you're like, I'm acting now. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Dr. Amos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, whenever you're put under those, those constraints, suddenly you've got to wrestle with the idea that there's kind of something more to uh is it like game time though does it is there like a game time thing that kicks in a little bit it it gets through gets you through like you're never going to totally fuck yourself but hopefully you'll have done the work to be able to kind of forgive yourself at least in the first few and and to get yourself to a point where you're like okay i'm in here but i'm immersing myself and that's why i'm saying the sleep and the thing helps with that which is to put in the work beforehand is is this is going to be a 
a tough one. Sometimes it's easier when you're just chucked in and you've worked and you know suddenly you have no idea. Sometimes I love, this has happened to me a few times, when they bump up scenes. What do you mean? Say you have a big day, right? Big monologue day or a big thing. Suddenly mm-hmm. they go, Daniel, we've had a change in the schedule. We have to do it now. Okay. And, and you're like, wait, I'm done. I'm- yeah, I haven't prepared it or whatever. And sometimes it's the best days because no one expects you. Everyone, the relief is that you aren't the one who Like has- you're not supposed to be ready. I'm not supposed to be ready. Right. So they give you more leeway. So they, so, but you feel more... You feel more in flow yeah. because you're kind of like, all right, I'm doing you a favor. It's like I always yeah. loved improvisation when something went wrong. Right. Because the forgiveness is this person is like coming up with all this stuff on the fly. Yeah. And that sometimes always feels easier for me. I mean, I can relate to that, you know, for me, because I don't like doing a second take yeah. when we're acting. We saw that with Dr. Raymond. <laughs> Like he, I just need to be spontaneous at all times. Like I can't. you didn't want to do a moment where you had to like re meet somebody. Did no, you? I can't do it. Can it we do that so... one more time? Like you, you, when you just said hi to Doctor Raymond, can we do it one more time? Uh, he, I've never seen like, like you look like like a, a lizard plastered <laughs> to a wall in what? just just so unhappy and like oh, heart beating it's, like crazy. It's so cringy to me. Mm. It kicks into my like authenticity thing. Yeah, I hate it as well. I hate you have it. to remove everything. You just have to go into like, I'm going to make this as authentic as possible. Anyway, so that I'm a seven and nice. I'm good. We have a, another check-in question. Yeah, we have a new thing right now, yeah. which is we're going to do a question yeah. of the episode. Yeah, right? and, the, and this is just for people who are listening on Patreon, right? Who are listening to the yes. answer. We're going to do the question for everybody. Yeah. But we're actually going to give it a little bit of kudos to our Lad Club members on yeah. Patreon. So if you're not on Patreon, you won't get the answer to this question. But think about this question, even yeah. if you aren't a Patreon member. Yeah, yeah. Have a listen to it and maybe you can answer it yourself. Yeah. And if you're in the Lad Club, then you can hear listen the answer. Listen to what we have to say. Yeah. So you uh, came up with this question. And I loved it. I just on the fly, which is what I love. Well, I'll ask you it then. Yeah. Okay. Ask me. Well, the question is. What area of your life are you most neglecting right now? Check, check, check. One, two, one, two, one, two. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, this is Leggy. If you want to get more involved with the two... <laughs> Legs, you cannot sound like that. Why? Hello, this is Leggy. That's and how I... I do it, mate. Okay. Let... Have you heard any of the episode intros? Yeah. That I do. Oh, yeah, they're good. They're fine. That, that was just not... Wait till I... I gotta get it, Okay, mate. I gotta right. get it. Just let me... Okay, get you into it. My process, okay. mate. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm not doing it with you looking at me like that. You do it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll do it with you. What do you mean do it with me? You can't do it with me. Just give me the hi. Okay. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> mate, you do it. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Daniel. Look, if you want to get more involved with the two lads then we've got the solution. You join the Lag Club now on Patreon forward slash two lads. And the Lag Club is our way of connecting with you in a deeper and more intimate way than ever before. The podcast is just the start for us. Joining the Lag Club, depending on the tier that you subscribe to, will give you access for things like two extra episodes a month with topics that you can vote on, newsletters written by us, monthly lad lessons, Leggy's specially curated heart music playlist, and my personal drawings and art. Plus, if you sign up for tier four, then you'll have access to one-on-one lad meetings with me and Leggy, where we'll spend 30 minutes talking to you personally and answering any questions that you might have on the topics that we've raised here. All that and more. 
So go check out the Lag Club now, Patreon forward slash two lads, sending you loads of love. Okay. About the main judge. event. Dum, Here dum, is. Dum. Here's the big one. Do your beatbox. <laughs> Judgment. <laughs> I'm really angry this week. Yeah, actually, I forgot on, to do that in my check-in. Did you? Well, let's well, just do it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like I'm angry. That's why we wanted to do judgment. Okay. Because well, I'm feeling a lot of judgment. Yeah. And therefore, I'm judging. Yeah. And then it's a full judge it's sesh. A judge sesh. It's a judge orgy. Being judged, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Especially by people who are close to you or or know you very well. Yeah. Or have judgments that you disagree with. Yeah. Well, we all have judgment. Right. We have to make judgments daily just to kind of like get out of the house. Moral judgment is what I'm talking about. As right. in right. morals. Okay. Like the, the moral the moral judgment. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Hang on a minute. You get, that, you get that boat with those yeah. women in. Yeah, yeah. Let's get those boats. <laughs> I've realized that, you know, you just can't have... The more I do this, yeah. the more I realize my own judgments are totally irrelevant and also unhelpful. Yeah. Because... I see people doing it to me. Right. And I've got this thing now where I feel like it's not in my backyard syndrome, uh-huh. which is as long as it doesn't affect me, I've got all these judgments. You know, I really, I want to help homeless people, but I don't want a bloody living next door. Yeah. You know, it's, it's this sense of like, oh yeah, I don't agree with cheating or whatever. Yeah. But then you go and cheat, you yeah. know, it, and it's just bollocks. Yeah. And it's the hypocrisy of it. And I'm seeing it with people judging me about yeah. stuff, yeah. friends or, you know, lovers or whatever it is, and just realizing, like, moral judgment has absolutely no place and it's just become, it's become the currency of most people now. I wouldn't be friends with her if she, if she did that. Right. And it, it's setting me off. I'm yeah. getting really angry at it. And I've, like, stopped talking to somebody yeah. because of it. Right. Because, but I'm judging them, right? I'm judging them to yeah. be unevolved right. so it's my own judgment uh-huh. so I'm just in this like judgment, right loop. judgment loop when I'm like pissing myself off <laughs> but I'm just yeah. I'm angry at it yeah. I'm angry at the this thing that people go yeah well the line's here because it hurt me yeah you know because it's hurting me this is wrong and I've had people hurt me and I've felt that feeling of wanting to say that but I feel like my work has around this has been like just understand that someone's in pain mm-hmm. and that they've got their own set of circumstances so they might be doing something vindictively even to hurt you mm-hmm. but you have to know that like it isn't really about me mm-hmm. and that's really hard because i have the same thing as you which is i want to prove that i'm a good person right to everybody yeah, yeah and if someone doubts whether i'm a good person you know, I sent you a bunch of text messages, right? Which mm-hmm. w- I got into it with somebody that I know. And you were like, why are you trying to prove that you're a good person? And then I wrote, I don't have anything to prove to you. And it felt like such a relief mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, they're in the judgment space that it doesn't matter what I do. It didn't matter if I was a good person or whatever. It's like, they're going to draw a different line. They're going to move the goalposts. I just got fucking angry at it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is really crazy because you've always banged on about like, you know, losing moral judgment out of your life. Yeah. You know, your desire, I've seen your desire to prove yourself to people. Yeah. Right. Like ex-lovers or whatever. Yeah. 
And I've always been like, why is he doing that? He didn't owe her anything. Right. Until I'm in it and I'm going, <laughs> please, please, I'm a good person. Yeah. You know, and I'm coming up with all these like examples of times that I've forgiven someone. Right. To justify and, it. Yeah. To be like, look, I can do it. Why can't you? And they're just like, they don't care. Right. And like, it fucking pissed me off yeah. so much. It's sneaky because it's like, when you find yourself over explaining anything, you already know that you're basically in trouble. because you're just like and it's not clean also it's a murky interaction because you know you're just in that moment you're just trying to get this other person to say you're good right even though they don't think you are in this moment because of something that's happened and then you start you collecting all this evidence to throw at them to say you see this i did this 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 and this and this all makes me a good person do you agree and then they go no and you go what <laughs> how could you say how that? can you say that what about this you know but man i mean it's really hard to kind of like step away from morals because like we as humans we morals are there for us to gauge like what we're dealing with. It's funny because it's like on some level we need morals and then on another level they're what gets us all into trouble because it's like it's the event and then it's the perception of the event is decided. So the event is always just clean and then it's the perception of it that is the moral onto it. You know what I'm saying? Which I thought, you know, when I first kind of started to get into that I was like, oh, whoa, this is cool because you kind of almost like you, it's creative in a weird way. Yes, but yeah. you also have slightly more control, right? Yeah. You can be like, oh, I have total control over how I perceive that yeah. event. Yeah, and it's like, then you go into like, all right, well, we are humans, we've got emotions, we got like care, and like, if you're not here, and it's just me, do I exist? You know, like, in terms of, if I do something how can I always be the only judge of everything that I do? It's hard to be that, you know, to be just totally isolated from any of this reality, you know, and just be operating from my own fucking desired space of like, please, I'm just making it up constantly. Thanks, that is what you do. Oh, right. <laughs> you just spend yeah, but, time in here. Yeah, but I have done that to some level. I've gone a little bit like past the perimeter of yeah. like exploring this. But then you go all right, but I live in society, right? And there are certain agreements that we just kind of go, all right, I agree to these rules because I, I want to be part of this club, right? And I want all the excesses of, of whatever that, that provides, yeah. that club provides. Yeah, it's like we just by existing in this culture, we've already agreed to like when the traffic light is red, we stop, yeah. you know, and that kind of shit. But like interrelationship stuff is a interesting one because you make the agreement about something and then if the agreement's broken, there's a judgment of it. You know what I'm saying? And so it doesn't make it right and wrong. It just means we were, we entered into this thing through this space and we did we agree on the terms when we went in, you know? And then if somebody breaks the terms, let's say it's cheating, right? And you cheat and you said you weren't gonna, that's just a breaking of the term. It doesn't mean it's good or bad it, to me. It just means we set up an agreement and then that agreement was broken and therefore there's betrayal, there's pain and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I feel like that that feeds into something that I was going to say, which was like that judgment is inherently narcissistic, actually. Yeah. Because it is in itself the reaction, your reaction, like you say, to a breaking, mm-hmm. what you perceive as a breaking of your you know rules. It's yeah. just what I was saying about this. It's, it's a narcissistic... Yeah. view yeah it's like 
I don't agree with that because it hurts me. Yes. Or uh, or I'm perceiving that hurt yeah. to be something that would affect me yeah. in some way. Yeah, and it's like humans have feelings, right? And we want to be people that care, right? We want kindness in our life. We talk about kindness and, and all these things. So, you know, when you're a sociopath, you don't have any of that. You just don't have feelings. You don't care. You just go about life. So, And I'm not saying that that's the way to live. It's just you make up your own rule book. You know, you can. That's what religion did, right? Which gave was, you a set of rules. Gave the set of rules. It was like, here are the rules for humans. And most humans went, oh, yeah, all right. They sound pretty good. What's the what's the deal? All right, I'm in. And what's the payoff? Oh, okay, you go you go to heaven or whatever you do. And, and this is kind of how we're going to figure out the way of interacting with each other. And I think that we still have the residue of that in society. And we've got this, we do have this kind of sense of like right and wrong. You know, but I don't think it's just inherent. I think it comes from conditioning. You don't think morals are in, inherent in our... No, I don't. I don't think you're born good, for example. I don't think you're anything. I think you are... You're born to try to stay alive. But there are certainly evolutionary kind of predispositions that would mean that humans don't go around just bashing each other I don't around. agree. You think they'd like... But... Cooperation, right? Cooperation in, in in the mammalian brain is a really strong neural pathway because, and we get a lot out of it because our survival is based on cooperating and doing all those things. Whether you think it's right or wrong, right? Morally, it's like if you cooperate on anything, so even if it's things that are wrong, what we consider wrong, you'll get a huge kick. Out right, of this. but that's not good or bad. No, it's not. But good things for a bigger group hit these neurons and like you say the world inherently is not good or bad it is neutral in every single sense of the word and everything that happens we are the arbiters of good and bad and in, in, in our own thing but but we do it in order to build or keep the safety of the of our species yeah right? but that's survival to me it's evolved from survival of the greater good of the most amount of people you know what I'm saying? I feel like now, in our world now, we've nailed all of that. Like, survival generally is already taken care of. Like, the, the fundament of, like, existence are kind of, for the most part, relative to the history of the world, the best it's ever been, right? Yeah. In terms of, like, just basic survival. There's less, you know, poverty and hunger in the world than there ever has been. Yeah. Things like that. Whatever. So once you've got all that dialed in, you know, then you start talking about other things, you know, and you start figuring out the next bit of survival, which is relevant to things like relationships. Like mm -hmm. that's the new, that's the next level of, so once you've got all those needs taken care of, you're trying to find a person, you want connection. I think humans, we are social beings, you know, we survived because we had communities, you know, and responsibilities and furthering the human race and all that stuff. And so you do have to kind of play the game a little bit if you want to survive. So survival and like being part of village community and all those things were really important if you were going to live. And so therefore, there were rules, right? right? And this is the morals, this is where else comes in, right? And so if you broke the rules, the judgment came. Because the judgment is, we don't want people not doing that thing. Because if you don't follow the line... We don't survive. We die. Yeah. So it's literally a life and death scenario. So I... Man... To me, when you're hitting up against that in just your daily life, I think on some level it's that deep, you know, yeah, for right. people. So yeah. it's like when so it feels that yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the stakes are that high. Yeah. It's like, hang on a minute, 
you're you think doing that is okay for me that's like how can i trust you if you think yeah. that that's okay right that's not safe and so i just need to get away from you right you know or we condemn and we judge and we right. say that person did this thing they're not safe so they have to go away now and then and if they broke a law you know, they go to prison or whatever right. they do. And, and like, we don't, we're not really into people killing each other in, mm -hmm. in general. You know, it's, it's frowned upon, you know, murder. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but like, but we've already made those agreements in society. So when you go to the park, right, you sit down and you have a picnic, <laughs> you're not signing a waiver to say, I'm not going to kill you. And all those people having that picnic over there, we've already agreed in society that we're, no one's going to kill each other in this park, right? Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like... I've signed those waivers. Before. Yeah, but like it's not... It's already written into the society because we did that a long time ago. But it wasn't there at one point. At one point, it was, I'm going to bash you on the head to get your food. And I, I'm, I'll do whatever it takes to get there. You know what I'm so, saying? So do you think that the judgment reaction, right? That very, very kind of potent reaction that we have. Yeah. Do you think that it's now not as appropriate in terms of using that we it's could not about quickly it's not about appropriate but well it's to, to a degree it's about it is about whether it's like whether we're using that in a way now yeah that is actually appropriate to survival or whether we are losing the ability to know what what that is you know how important it is and also to recognize our own desire to to judge and what that means about us yeah as people who are doing a lot of judging right i think it depends on what your what you want in your life what kind of relationships you want what kind of interactions you want how you want to operate what your set of codes what your set of rules are you know what I'm saying? Like if you, you can't force someone to meet you on the bridge of communication or whatever it is. If someone's like, doesn't like what you've done and that's their line and they go, you've done a thing. I don't like it. Goodbye. That's the end of the negotiation, you know? And also, by the way, when I say goodbye, I hate you. And I'm going to tell everybody that I know that you're a knob, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like yeah. what you can't stop them doing it, but that's, that's a judgment that is in their mind protecting them. And so you have to then go, am I cool with what I did? Whatever they're judging me for. If I'm not, I'll take accountability for it. If I am cool with it, I'm standing here and I'm going to carry on in this way. And now that's gotten that person out of my life and good riddance kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? But there are, you know, there are certain cultural judgments now yeah. that are easier to get behind. Right. That I don't think that we talk about enough. Okay. Give me one. Well, I I think cheating is one of them. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, we have these conversations and we go, those are the worst people ever who have done that. Yeah. You know, friends who cheat on people. And I fundamentally disagree with that philosophy around the judgment of that because I go, what's going on for that person? What's happening? Like, there's a degree of like there should be a degree of investigation into your own feeling of why that's so painful. The idea, why is it unsafe for you to know somebody who is capable of being duplicitous in that way? And what does that say about you? If you are judging that as to be the worst moral thing. Mm -hmm. it kind it's, of, but it's, it's the, so I get it. And so it's tricky because it's, there's a lot of nuance to this stuff and it's like uh, people don't have time for nuance. They don't want to go into the investigation of 
why you did the thing. Why did you steal the bread? Yeah. You know, why did you cheat but on that's, me? But that's what movies do, right? You, they paint these like very cardboard cut-out characters who do these. Usually it's like, you know, somebody's done, it's just a moustache twiddling person who's cheated <laughs> on his wife or whatever. And it's like, it's so easy mm-hmm. to present this. Yeah, but, but that's the victim-perpetrator kind of like black and white line of like good and bad and i think there's something around that which is kind of totally pernicious because it's like not helpful it's one of these things that judgment we're Mm -hmm. not investigating that judgment we're just going yeah that that person's a bad person for doing that instead of the more helpful thing which is so why why is this going on like what's happening here what are the other factors that are involved and I think you've got to have a few factors in place to negotiate and navigate that kind of a situation. First of all, remorse has to be in play, I would say, in this particular case. Like, if you came across a situation where you were dealing with cheating. Now, this is my take on it. It's not everybody. It's like, this is the great thing about this. This is just a perception of it. But yes, you're right. Let's just stay with cheating. But when somebody cheats... To me, I see it as a a non-verbal communication of some sort of issue, right? Unhappiness, disconnection, some sort of response to that. But if the person's just like, yeah, I cheat and that's that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, but then again, like if that's what, you know, that's what that person is standing by their truth, you what is your responsibility for getting involved with someone? Well, then you who's, go, okay, well I'm I can't be involved yeah, I'm with not you. I'm involved with that right. because I the thing that around the remorse part, which yeah. I think is an interesting idea, yeah. is it's hard for people to and I've experienced this because I've gone in judging somebody. Yeah. It's hard for people to to display remorse when the attack feels like the judgment, right? So if I go in going, Leggy, what you did was this, this. I mean, we had this in that conflict, right? Yeah. You're doing this and this and this. You're feeling judged. So there's no, I can't get the remorse air part of your admission yeah. or your investigation yeah. because you're under attack. Mm-hmm. And you're under this attack of, I don't think you're a safe person yeah. to have around. Right. But that ability to hold your own triggers, your own pain around something and also hold this other perspective at the same time. That's fucking next level shit because it's much easier to just go, you did this thing. You said that you loved me and now you're leaving. You said you wouldn't cheat on me and you've cheated on me, right? And it just blows up the whole thing because if you stop there, then there's nowhere to go. So how do you do it? It's hard to do it. It's, it's almost impossible. Especially in the moment when it's happening, like, what the fuck, man? You know, you're human. You're going to have a reaction. I think that maybe it's about commitment to coming back to, like, reassess things as you've calmed down on shit like that. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Two Lads podcast. This conversation is ongoing and it involves all of us together. So we'd love to hear from you. Let us know if there's a subject that you'd like us to talk about and let us know what you think about the conversation so far. The Two Lads podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. So please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the latest episode and give us a five star review. Tell your friends about us. All that stuff really helps us a lot. We really appreciate it. Sending you all love. Until the next time. Yes, lad. Yes, lad.